Hello and welcome back to Moahi, a Dream SP podcast. This is episode 46, and today we'll be discussing CPK and Ainsley, the egg, Captain Puppy's character, and how people critique the Dream SP story. As always, we refer to the characters by name and specify when we're talking about the writers. We try to focus on analysis. everyone welcome back it's us uh sai isn't here uh probably i think the first time ever and i don't know how to do intros so um that's you're you're valid (laughs) i don't know i don't know how that shit works either well welcome back to mellow high um we talk about the Dream SMP here, and some stuff happened recently on the Dream SMP, so we have things to talk about. Y- yay. Primarily um, CPK. Primarily CPK. Primarily the- CPK. Yeah. Him and Punk have just been streaming practically every single day. Like, anytime CPK's on, Punk comes on with them. Anytime Punk's on, CPK drops a lower video watch stuff to join him. More Punk content. Yeah. Always good. Well, I think, um... Did, I think when CPK joined, like, the first thing that him and Ponk talked about was the fact is like, oh, CPK was like, I'm on now! I can I can stream with Ponk! So I think they were, like, both really excited to be able to stream together. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it, ki- it kind of makes sense to me that, like, they are constantly uh, doing things together. Um, and honestly, I'm I'm here for it. I, I, like, I like those two. Ponk's a little chaos gremlin. Uh, CPK's not an enabler, but he doesn't stop Punk. Dude, CPK is like, I don't want to break the rules, guys. I want to break all the rules, guys. <laughs> yeah, nothing. like he's like, I don't want to get involved in chaos or drama. And then he like says, the first day, stealing. he's involved in lore. <laughs> he kills Sam with Punk. Uh, you know, just you know, fun things. Uh, you know, just girl boss things. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. He's like, I'm not gonna plant. I'm not gonna replant these trees, and then replants them. Don't he worry, like he good, wants to be person. chaotic, but then at the same time, he's like, no, I, I'm not. I am a perfectly normal, reasonable person. And it's like, oh, okay. Are, are you sure? Are you sure you want to be that? And he's like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. uh. <laughs> He's indecisive, but at the same time, it's kind of working very well for him. So I'm like not gonna complain. He's I'm like, it. I'm not gonna go down to the egg room without bad. He says, going down into the egg room without bad. Speaking of the egg room, uh, without bad, CPK is uh been our first, our our strongest, um, you know, creator in terms of egg lore recently yeah. like he i think he's gone down there like three times at least <laughs> like he's had like at least three things just going down into the egg room and honestly um uh I, I, they're kind of terrifying man they're like they're really good Hair lore. yeah they're like really Man, oh man, ah, uh, what can I say about that stuff? CPK just um, does it really well, like, okay, guys, guys, you don't understand. He left his chair, and the chair was making him move all the way back to- Dude, that was so smooth, it's like, oh, I'm gonna- I'm just gonna leave to show you guys Twitter photos. And then he leaves, and it just cuts to, like, I think it was a pre-recording? Or something. I think it, it was. It definitely was. Because um, I was watching it alongside uh, Lou, who, if no one knows, is the uh, runner, uh, former admin and admin for the Dream SMP Transcripts account. Um, and we're buddies. And <laughs> we had been watching his lore watch parties because uh, one of the things CPK's been doing is getting caught back up on lore. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, good, good, good move on his part. He's, uh, it was, it was definitely actually really fun. Um, but, so one of, so it was at the end, it was after that, I had started, like, tuning out of the stream, basically. Like, I had it still up, but I wasn't paying attention. And then I get a, a, a DM on Twitch from Lou being like, 
what is he doing? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I come back on. He's not there, right? He walked away to go to the bathroom and check in on his girlfriend as she had gotten home and brought him a treat, um, which was cute. Honestly, I saw the, I saw the, I saw the Twitter picture. It was, it was adorable. Um, and he comes back, or no, he doesn't come back. As he's gone, his character on the Dream SMP is slowly moving. That's um, terrifying. There's no one there controlling it. Um, and it's it's slowly moving. Mm -hmm. And as we watch it, it goes over to the egg room. And so a lot of the chat were yelling, like, uh, chair lore, because, you know, that thing where, like, streamers leave and all you see is- Chair lore, uh, yeah. Their chair. So the chair, the chair is the streamer. Yeah. And they were like, evil chair, chair is evil, blah, 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 blah. But, um, so we just had like a blank thing. Like he purposefully left the camera up so that it was just a blank chair and set it so that the pre-recording ran behind it. And then it ran through this whole sequence of CPK going down into the egg room, like breaking the obsidian barrier that somebody put up, going down into the egg room, walking around, he does this thing where he stops at the banquet table and sits in one of the reserved chairs for a while. Um, and this other thing that he does where he like has his character like head throw back and go and like look up at the sky, which is interesting. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. I'm trying to figure. A lot of people have said like maybe it's his character trying to like fight whatever's happening, but at the same time, it's like. I, I don't know. It might just be he's um, hearing something and he's trying to figure out where it's coming from. That was what I kind of thought because usually we don't really get a lot of sound during these clips. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting distracted. But so he is gone from the room. Uh, CPK is, and then as we're watching, his character is just like, you know going through it man <laughs> he's just going into the egg room he's looking around he runs up to the egg um he touches very it. awkwardly he touches it and then he like freaks out and runs out of the building like out of the egg room like completely like he runs out of the egg room i think he runs out of the like xp farm entirely and then he runs all the way back to his house, I think. And then as the recording hits a certain point, CPK comes back um, and sits down and just acts like nothing happened. <laughs> and, and the only reason you can tell it's pre-recorded is because the sync up for the end part of the recording and where he left off in the game isn't quite exactly the same. Yeah. Um... But it was it was really smooth, and then it he acts so like nothing smooth. happens, and he's like, "Chat, did you see? Did you see uh, the treats I posted on Twitter?" And we were all like, "Yeah, huh? Nothing <laughs> happened, streamer. Everything was totally normal." <laughs> yep. <laughs> As he is like talking to us about his, uh, you know, um, fox lollipop, and we're like, "Yeah, man, totally normal." everything is great <laughs> and then everyone's like freaking out together and it's like i don't know it was just so he i think when he said he joined like he like, talked about how cool he finds the replay mod and it's just like bruh for good reason yeah. for good reason because that stuff is epic like i don't know how to oh my god it's just so good I don't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was just. It reminds me of the when when he got the call from Dream about joining the SMP. Only instead of face face planting immediately afterwards, he successfully posed on the nothing happened <laughs> attitude. Yeah. Um. I don't know. CPK is just. Ah, oh, we I love, love CPK. Him. We love CPK. We love CPK. Uh, world. CPK has done nothing wrong ever. Uh, yeah, no, that that is factually correct, probably. I don't know. <laughs> we say characters do nothing wrong a lot of the time, and usually they have, but you know. But you know, actually, he really hasn't done anything wrong. He's replanted his trees. He's edged on someone, a pacifist, to try and murder someone else, or start a war. 
nothing wrong. He's done nothing. <laughs> he definitely didn't help Punk kill Sam. He uh, did. And he has was been so polite and kind and in investigating who did that. Yes, exactly. He's helping out Sam. Yeah. It's totally. Yeah. It's great. Oh god. Um. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, CPK's 1,000%, or, or character CPK, I guess, mm -hmm. is, like, 1,000%, like, mildly possessed by the egg, or something. No, um, actually, like, when he meets up with Punk, Punk asks him, what's up with your skin? Did you die yeah. of fur? And then he takes off his helmet, and we just see red eyes and dark fur, and I'm like, bruh. <laughs> this is happening again. Neat. No, he, he yeah. literally, he's like, yeah, so I've got these new, CPK's just like, yeah, I've got me these new DSMP skins that um, this really cool person may be, that I don't remember the name of. I don't also, <laughs> I don't know the name. Um, but they are really cool, yeah. and he's got a lot of them. I think he's got, like, a Dimension Hopper one. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. Um, but also, like, he's talking also, about it, and then he's like... He takes off his armor to show off his egg-possessed skin, and goes like, "Yeah, this is the skin I'm be using normally on the DSMP." Yeah, <laughs> which was just like, "Huh? Is that is that because you're possessed by the egg, or do you just want to look like that?" I I can't genuinely tell. He has a different skin though. He has a different skin that I think is his actual common DSMP skin. Where he has I got think the... so. Yeah, it's the same normal fur head. Um, and then normal eyes, and then the color is a bit- it's like the egg skin, but it's inverted. Interesting. It's not quite as dark or red. It is still red, though. Which is funny. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, but no, that- <laughs> when he dropped that line, though, of like, Oh, this is just my normal skin now on the SMP, I was like, is it, though? <laughs> Is it CPK? Are you? He's still acting like nothing happened. Yeah, and I think he acts like that the entire like rest of the stream. But yeah. it was like that was he's really make, making really good use of that replay mod, oh, and yeah. it's awesome. Um, I don't know. It's we all just... love CPK here. We all love CPK here. If you don't love CPK, then why are why are you watching? Why are you listening? If you're not a CPK fan, then get out of here. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're fine. You. <laughs> we'll make you a CPK fan, or else. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think. Is there? Is that all that's happened like in the last week? Not exactly. Um. So CPK and Punk end up. Needing Ra Amesy, ain't Ramsey, Amesy, <laughs> for the first time, and Amesy sort of the, they both have this conversation of what's happened to them in the first three four weeks they've been here, and TPK is just like, yeah, so I've I've I'm in trouble with like two um very powerful dangerous people, and then somehow I managed to get out of trouble with that very dangerous powerful person. No, actually they were they were accusing Amesy of stealing starfish. Stardog. J-Star? Yeah! I don't remember this I think Star Stardog is the one that BBH had and is dead? We don't know what happened to it. It's yeah, it's um... I know, I think, I think, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, BBH and CPK have talked about it and, uh, or not BBH and CPK. Um... Punk and CPK have been talking about it, and I think they said that BBH ate it. They think BBH um, ate it. Which is, you know, um... Mira Vitrimus-MP. I mean, BBH is having nightmares about, like... Valid. Doesn't he have nightmares about, like, eating his whole family or something like that? Or is that, like... No, he has what? nightmares about his <laughs> whole family dying oh, family. and being force-fed their pieces. Okay, so, I mean... You know. That's also terrifyingly terrible. Dream XD, what you gonna do? They're uh, just connecting dots, you know, uh, like, he'd eat a fish. Dream XD is just a funky little guy, though. Yeah. You can't get mad at Dream XD for that. He's just a funky little dude. He's just a little he's funky little He's just funky in a silly, things. goofy mood all the time. Yeah. All, all the time. <laughs> 
all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I was trying to think if there was anything else that happened though. Um, yeah, they. Um, I don't. Not aside, because there's just been a lot of lore watching, so there's been a little less. Um, less time to play on the SMP. Oh wait, no, I know something. Hmm? Puffy and Boomer burnt down Pong's lemon oh, tree. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot that. Tina was on. Tina was on, and then Puffy and Boomer were just like, I'm a burned up. H-Bomb was there too. They just burnt down yes. Pong's tree. And then literally CPK was like, what the? What happened to your yeah. tree? <laughs> Which, you know, I don't blame him because that's a massive change compared to what it looked like before. <laughs> and then, um, and like... They all think they blame Bad Boy Halo for it. That keeps getting blamed for like everything. <laughs> it, went, it went from blame Dream to blame Bad Boy Halo. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, which, you know, BBH is a little bit of a prankster, so I guess you might be able to get away with doing that. Um, may maybe. <laughs> maybe! I don't know. I, I feel like a lot wait. of people. Yeah. Um, but Tina was streaming- that reminds me though, we did get kind of some Tina lore, which I thought was actually- I really liked. Um, Tina was on, and, uh, they- they were with Boomer and the others when they were burning the tree down. Um, and it was- it, it resulted in this very interesting, like, inner monologue type thing. I think technically she was, like, writing in her diary, but I really like the way she does it, which is that she sort of- she mutes herself from the call and then she just talks but she puts like an echo effect on her voice mm -hmm. so it sounds like she's talking to herself like yeah inward uh like in you know in her head voice thought and like yeah thought talking and i was like i don't know why like i i don't think i just i guess i hadn't like watched one of her streams where she was like in sort of lore mode at <laughs> least and like so it was really really interesting to sort of like hear her do that and i loved it like i wish more characters would do that when they were like in a group um group sort chat. of like a group setting but want to like talk to themselves sort of yeah because it gives like like more of an immersion where like it sounds like they're talking directly the chat in a way but at the same time like it's not as disruptive or like anything abruptly because it's interesting because yeah. you get to hear what's happening in the background. Like, it's, these thoughts are happening in real time. Yeah! And that's the other thing. Like, we, we don't often, like, like, we kind of get, like, direct insight into characters, like, minds and, like, the way they think and stuff with the VODs. Like, if you watch their POV, like, you get sort of, like, an idea of, like, their, you know, thought process and whatever. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't happen... You know that like it doesn't it if they're in a group setting then you're basically going to just have to go off of like what they're saying to the other people and with the way that tina does it like you can get both and i love it i don't i don't know like i don't have any like super intellectual thoughts about it i just really really like it um i think it's really cool that the way the way she does that and i uh i don't know i'm super down for anybody any other characters who might want to do that you know <laughs> i just i like it a lot i yeah. do i really do i just um, i didn't get yeah. to watch all of her stream because it happened like i'm so tired of the streams happening when i don't have time to watch them it sucks because cpk just happens to stream at like 6 5 a.m for me and i'm like i'm not getting up yeah. that early Ugh, and it's so it's so early. sad well, he streams early for anyone in, in the, like, the American time zones. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's probably a good time zone for literally everyone else. But you know, good for you guys. You need more people who <laughs> stream at reasonable times. No, they're literally like we're holding down the UK time zone, punk. Yeah, basically. I mean, he's the only one who streams like what probably I don't know Afternoon. exactly what it is it's in like the UK. But one yeah. to a two p.m. Yeah, early afternoon compared to. Like all the other UK streamers, you probably stream at like what five a.m. in the like morning, ten o'clock at night for them. It also probably works really nicely, at least in comparison for like the Asian uh, mm. audience, yeah. because they're a few hours ahead too. But so it's probably like early 
night time for them, which, you know, that's not a horrible time to watch a stream. Yeah. In comparison to, like, when you're in school or in the yeah. sleep. Yeah, in the but middle like, of your morning. Uh, but, like, uh, I didn't- so I didn't get to- I know Tina's, like, North America, but she's also been streaming late night stuff. Anyways, um, I didn't get to see it happening, but I've heard secondhand from Tumblr that she, they were asked- she was arguing with them about why they shouldn't be burning Punk's tree down, and then they're asked- the- the, uh, Boomer and Pup are like, why not? Punk's not gonna care about it. He builds these to- for them to burn down. And that's because that's why you shouldn't burn them down, because you, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to burn someone, you, if you want to hurt someone, you have to destroy what they love, not what they don't care about. That's true. I did think it was weird because I think Puffy's whole ideology about it was like, like the reason they chose Ponk's tree was like, um, like it'll upset Foolish because Foolish built it and then it'll get Ponk upset because it's Ponk's tree and it'll get both of them to come on. But she really, like, if she was trying to, like, increase the audience on the SMP, she picked, like, the worst two people because Foolish and Ponk are, are like, the on. most active members. Yeah. Um, I think other than, like, probably, like, Bad, I think is probably, like, the third most active, honestly. Right or now, Sam, CPK but Sam competing. doesn't stream it, but yeah, CPK is pretty active all the time now. Um, but, like, it's just, like, why, why are those your choices? <laughs> there, there, were, there was much better choices in terms of, like, people to target if you're trying to get more people to come onto the SMP. Um, but I thought... Uh, well, the thing is, they're, they're, uh, who's going to retaliate, right? Who's going to see it and retaliate? And their options are limited to everybody who already streams and Tommy. And if you target Tommy, the Phantom's going to fucking hate you and kill you on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, oh man. That's, you're not wrong there. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Twitter's a nightmare. Um, so who else are they gonna target? I mean, BBH, but... <laughs> I mean, to be no, fair, no, targeting... You don't, you don't want BBH <laughs> you don't to wrath wanna, on you. Wanna, you don't wanna, wanna fight, fight BBH, to be clear. Um, yeah, BBH will destroy you with everything. <laughs> BBH has too much time and energy to put into ruining your life for you to really want to fight BBH. You don't want to fight um, him. Yeah. Uh. Oh god, I'm trying to think. Who else could you target? I mean, hmm. I wouldn't. I want to say like. Well, I know now. Okay, well, here's the other bit of lore, I guess. Um, Amesy is trying to make a cafe, I think. Is it, I think it's a cafe. Ames Bucks. It's a, okay, it's Starbucks, but uh, Amesy. Yeah. Um, which I think Puffy has decided is a personal slight against her character um, and her own brand of franchise restaurants, McPuffies. And I think that's turning into a fight, but I honestly haven't watched AMC lore. <laughs> no, so, so I I don't know if it's actually a lore like fight. So starting. Um, what what's happened here is that the AMC sees the whole thing afterwards, where uh, with Punk and CPK, and Punk and CPK are like, "You guys should totally fight. You should go and ruin her her restaurant. You should guys have a war." And then AMC is like, "No, I'm gonna talk to her like a reasonable, responsible adult." <laughs> Which I find hilarious. Which, um, yeah, I mean, that's a. I'm a gonna talk fat to chance. her. Like, to be honest, I don't see that working. It's not gonna work. I'm sorry, but Captain Puffy is not someone you can talk to. Um, like, you can't talk her down about with, for anything, right? I so think that's the funny. Words. <laughs> Puffy's character is, um,. Uh, how do I explain Puffy's character in a polite, polite manner? Oh, um, how do you explain it in a polite manner? Oh god. <laughs> Listen, okay, Puff Puffy's character, I think... Um, oh god. Uh, I think, I think Puffy's character, um, suffers from a... Basically, the fandom wrote her character, and her character suffered for it. Yeah, it, it's. I think Puffy 
I, I, Puffy was a really, really, really interesting character. And I think... <laughs> I'm trying to word this really carefully. Okay, so I, I think... Do you guys... I, I want to say it in the blunt way, most blunt way possible, because you're struggling to phrase it in a polite way. So, bluntly speaking, Puffy's character caters to her audience, and her audience ruined her character by they doing that because um the whole duckling thing was something the audience came up with the whole oh tommy dreams a bad guy and doesn't uh need to leave and tommy oh poor tommy or like mama papa puffy mama puffy that all came from her audience the fandom which is probably primarily made out of tommy fans because that's yeah. what happens um, yeah okay yeah that's a good way of putting it yeah it was really like i think that she started off as like a really strong character and i thought she had like a lot of interesting ideas um i would still love to see like more of like her origin story stuff, yeah. or whatever she was gonna do but i will say like i think um as uh as, as she on. sort of engaged more with the fandom um especially on twitter her yeah. character sort of lost its, you know, like, like I think she sort of, like, lost track of, like, what her character was doing. And so she tried to, you know, oblige the fandom um, in what they wanted. But Catering doing that doesn't fandom. necessarily make a, a good strong character. character. Yeah. And I think that she then got sort of burnt out over it. Yeah. Which is completely understandable because you're never gonna satisfy the fandom. Yeah. And now she's sort of gone, I don't care, I'm going pure, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And like, I don't know if she's bitter over it or not. It kind of feels that way to me, but that's, you know, I'm not gonna just assume that. But like, her character's sort of lost track of what her character is like about. And that. Maybe she does have like a like a good like a, an idea for her character, but it feels to me like she doesn't necessarily like she had one and then she tried to oblige the fandom a bit, and now it's sort of like lost its track. Um, you can say cater. You can say cater. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of it was catering to the fandom. Um, which you know, like I can I can get that. Like I think that's one of the problems with the Dream SMP fandom is that they put a lot of pressure on the CCs to they like put a lot of expectations. Know yeah, they put a lot of pressure and a lot of expectations on the, the on the content creators to make this story perfect or to make this story the way they want it to be. Yeah. And that's not really how the Dream SMP works or like, you know, the point of it, the purpose <laughs> of the Dream SMP is to for the content creators to have fun. Like it's not like a a New York Times published story. book. It's it's messy, it's still good. But it's, it's not, not like, perfect. yeah. No one's it's proofreading not, this. Yeah, and it's meant for the C, like, it's meant to obviously entertain the audiences, but it's not like they're trying to write, like, a global hit movie or anything. Yeah. And part of what made the Dream SMP so unique and still does in a lot of ways is the fact that a lot of what the lore comes from is, like, bits. It comes from the content creators being like, hey, you know what sounds funny or fun to do? Let's do this. Like, that's how Exile came about. Like, Exile was literally the fact that Tubbo was like, what if I just, like, exiled you from Lemanberg? <laughs> and Tommy and Dream were like, yeah, that sounds that really sounds fun. fun. Let's do it. And that sparked one of the most hotly debated, like, arcs in the entirety of the Dream SMP. So, like, and, like, the beginning, you know, Lemanberg stuff, yes, uh, a good portion of that was, like, you know, semi-scripted, semi but a lot of it was also improv, or it was certain people of the Dream SMP sort of leading I'd the say, charge and like writing the story. Yeah, like, Wilbur like and Dream. I'd say the beginning of Lemanberg, that was just improv. That was Wilbur starting shit and Dream responding to it. I would say that afterwards it got a lot more scripted in the story beats, especially with the big streams. But yeah, it was I'd say still so. like. Other people are still trying to do their own thing and trying to, like, incorporate their own ideas into the greater story, right? Yeah. Um, I think the, uh, it, it's hard to say how much of the, I feel like this gets, like, as a topic that gets debated about a lot. is like, how scripted is the Dream SMP? It depends and how on the person who's writing the story. how scripted should it be to be good? Because I feel like that is something that a lot, like, 
the SM the fandom says one thing and then demands the other at the same time. Like <laughs> you can't have it both ways cuz like I see a lot of people being like, "Well, I want the SMP to go back to having funny lore bits. Like I want us to have fun and do like semi-lore or like random goofing and like the early SMP." But then you at the same time have people then go, "Well, if the SMP doesn't have like a cohesive like beginning, middle and end, then uh only or <laughs> Uh, only certain CCs are actually good at making the, you know, the story, like, cohesive or whatever, and it's like, oh, there was that There was that one essay all, on, on Twitter rude. that somebody posted, yeah. and I was like, wow, uh, um, just, just checking I don't fit in, so, like, wow. On, on Tumblr, on Tumblr, I, he I heard secondhand that Ant was calling out a really bad yeah. Twitter post. Was that the Twitter it post? It probably was. So, or it was at, at least, at least was yeah, spawned let, from that. You know what? <laughs> You know what? This episode on the MLI podcast, let's talk about fandom drama. Um, why not? Um, Fuck it. So why there not? was so th so there was a tweet made, um, or well, sorry, there was a Tumblr post made that was basically an essay. Um, it was pretty long about these people saying that the only people on the Dream SMP who know how to write a good story. Or Tommy and Wilbur. That's stupid. Um, they don't know yeah, that obviously. shit. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Listen, well, the, those so, 500 private quote retweets really said it all. That's all, like. Yeah, it gets it gets it gets bad. But um, so can I find it? It was listen. Uh, I don't know if I can find it. But so basically, it was this person saying that the only members of the SMP that seem to actually know how to write a story with a cohesive beginning, middle, and end are Wilbur and Tommy. And that, I don't think I can find the original thing, but basically it was them complaining, saying that the rest of the SMP creators aren't good at writing stories. Um, and that them just messing around and like doing these little things that don't make sense and don't have like any satisfactory ending is, is like crap writing you're, you're, and the you're only trying people... to tell me wilbur fucking a fish <laughs> and having a bridge for a mom <laughs> is a cohesive story this is oh, stuff God. wilbur came up with this stuff wilbur oh, wanted to add to his character God. you're telling me Listen, you are telling me it's just me. people it's people who are upset because they're nostalgic for something that like doesn't even exist never exist like which yes. i you know yeah. like it's one thing to really like you know get obsessed with and involved in fandom and to have a good time it's another thing to bring fanon into like oh it's another thing to bring it to the level of where you're just outright harassing the people making the story it's like shut the fuck up like you're you're getting all <laughs> the things you want you're getting scripted lore you're getting a beginning a middle and an end of little segments you're getting fun stuff like Stop complaining at some point. Like, holy shit. Um, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to It's find It's it. also, it came from a person who is in some circles of people who, not, e not to get even deeper into the layers of drama, but it's, a, it's in a circle of people <laughs> who are on their high horses. I will admit, like, fully. Like, they are, like... <laughs> They are up on a high horse thinking that they know, like, that they know better, and it's just really annoying. It's like, shut, shut the fuck up. Like, fully. <laughs> shut But, so, uh, it's so bad. But, so this person keeps going, right? Um, and, and keeps ranting. But it, it comes down to a lot of them just being, like, a bitch. Really, yeah, really terrible to a lot of the content creators on yeah, the Yeah, it was just nasty. Basically just dismissing any of the hard it work that they put. It was just not... Um, yeah, it was, it was nasty and it was just rude. It's like, if, it if like you are that unhappy, leave. Unfair. Make your own content. Move <laughs> on to the next band and that you'll go and suck dry so with your, like, <laughs> with your weird obsession with, like, having a story go exactly how you want it. Like, go move on. Holy shit. Let go. Like, I, so, I don't even get the... I don't get what the what their point was because the dream smp isn't a fucking storybook it's not a fucking i think that's movie. the thing that they're it's forgetting improv role yeah play. it's literally on a minecraft well, okay so that's the interesting thing that's the interesting thing right okay so they post this on tumblr um it gets surprisingly a lot of traction on tumblr but to be fair tra tum tumblr's um you know a place um that exists uh and there's some 
Yeah, interesting people. But they think they're safe on Tumblr. <laughs> to so, yeah, that's the thing, right? They think they're safe on Tumblr. Someone reposted it on Twitter, um, which is just as a warning for anyone listening to this. Generally speaking, if someone posts a crap take on Tumblr, don't take yeah, it. Yeah, it's to gonna Twitter get worse because Twitter will annihilate them. Yeah. Um. Twitter has no chill. They and have I'm not gonna no say chill. that Tumblr has chill, because Tumblr also doesn't really but have chill a lot of times. Chill. We're but Twitter, <laughs> yeah, Twitter is much worse, and Twitter is much more public. And a lot of the SMP CCs aren't on Tumblr and are on Twitter. So if you post something to Twitter that was on Tumblr, just know everyone. I think the funny, it. yeah, like the funniest and part is you know, you know they saw it. You know, like thing. you know, like that the content creators saw it. Yeah, like because so they'll make jokes like in lore and crap about all these like takes that people have, and it's just funny. It's like, it's like they like what do you think you're doing besides like being a clown? Like you're not accomplishing anything. Yeah, um... you're just being an asshole. People think being no, a nobody. You know what? Somebody said it. Somebody said it. Somebody said nobody is more miserable than Dream SMP fans. Nobody. Nobody is more fucking like. Yeah. Nobody is just out here like lamenting harder about their own fandom than Dream SMP fans. Like for some reason they just hate the Dream SMP and they stick around. Like why? Why are you, are you a masochist? Like do you enjoy just the pain you're putting <laughs> yourself through because? Tommy in it isn't streaming on there anymore, and like you are just so blindly upset by like I, I just I don't get it. Nobody is more miserable than these goddamn fans, and it's like yeah, you, you, you got they gotta unpack that. Um, um, I don't know. But okay, so so but they post this right, and it gets up on Twitter, and it gets you know more traction because of course it does, and people are calling them out pretty rightfully in the sense that like you know clearly this person's being a jackass um and not to say that they're taking minecraft roleplay too seriously but they're kind of taking minecraft roleplay too seriously um people don't and, uh, <laughs> i don't get this like but, hermitcraft people don't get this shit yeah hermitcraft fans are just yeah hermitcraft fans stories are and enjoying they can have life wars so and still be friends and then so James i don't have just garbage so the thing is, like, I don't have the original post that they made, right? But I do have the reply they then made when things got dicey. Uh, when it got when the post got blown up. Um, yeah, when things got dicey, basically defending their position, and their statement was that the CCs are getting, you know, are making quite a lot of money making this, uh, in their words, mediocre Minecraft roleplay, um, and that them. Uh, stating this about the SMP was no more disrespectful than thinking that an actor in a TV show, in this case they used Misha Collins from Supernatural, which is funny because they didn't even spell his name that's, right, but, um, I mean... And, and thinking that they did bad, um, and that how it's not any more disrespectful, but I don't think it necessarily is the same, no, because, right? Like, I mean, it's equally as disrespectful to, like, like, I mean... <laughs> That's how that's like, how critics are. Like other, it's yes. you're you're going out of your yeah. way to be a, you know, you're going out of your way to be a critic. An asshole. Nobody nobody likes critics. Nobody wants to go to a party with a critic. Like there's a reason that like, you know, they're critics. No. So like if you like like I'm not saying this person can't make their hot take and be a critic of the Dream SMP, but the real question is why? Like what are you, like what are they getting out of it? Yeah. Um, Cause like critics, you're not getting paid to be a critic. You're just being a critic because you what want other people to validate you for some reason. Like, and it's not like you can't criticize media. Yeah, you can absolutely criticize the Dream SMP. Um, I think there's flaws in some of the writing here and there, and I think like there are definitely yeah on occasions or like characters. There are definitely more valid critiques to make. Uh, earlier in this episode, we were criticizing Captain Puffin's yeah. character. Like, that is fair. But, like, you can criticize content um, that you consume. Like, that's fine. But the way that they went about it was... It was like weird. they were almost not expecting people to disagree or some shit. Which was just kind of funny. Because, yeah. like, people can disagree with, like, anything you say. But, like... What, like what were were they expecting people to not be like yo this is this 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 one this one's not it you know like like making a take that well they literally <laughs> that's the funny thing right 
is like in their in their defense they're like however they are never going to see a random blog's critique of <laughs> oh they saw it abilities. you saw it you also don't know them you're the one acting like you need to defend their honor and going out of your way to interact with someone you disagree with for an entertainer's sake and then they go mostly improvising for fun in quotation marks boy i have something to tell you about how being a professional entertainer works okay so you can criticize you know works and stuff um but it, it's no one likes a critic like you said and you know if you're gonna criticize someone you should at least be productive criticism unless or at uh, least know that you're gonna have yeah. and it's also this mentality no, but you, instead of providing points on how they can improve a story, they just said you sucked. They basically just they said sucked, Wilbur is the only one. they pointed to specifically like... two people. Okay. Yeah, they pointed to specifically two people and said that they just say you're a Wilbur. Just say you're a Wilburian. Say you're an editor and a Wilburian, and you fucking like love them <laughs> so much. Say you're a Prime Boy yeah. fan and that you only watch two posts on the entire Dream SMP, and that you don't give a jack shit about anyone else who streams there and puts their work in, their effort, their blood, sweat, and tears to make the content everyone else loves and enjoys that you can't seem to appreciate. Right. And, like, so, again, you can absolutely criticize um, a piece of work, right? Like, you can criticize and be like, well, I think Lord of the Rings is boring, and I think Harry Potter's boring. Or you can be like, I think Avatar The Last Airbender is the greatest show on Earth. Um, like, just like how, like, a, someone can think, like, I made a tweet the other day that uh, got a few people angry because I said that I thought that character Wilbur was objectively- Oh my god, I saw that. Dream. From my but own, th th like that's your own perspective, you know, based off my own personal yeah. opinions and moralities, right? Like people can have that, right? Like just because, like you can, you can have, have your own cultural like values and ideas, and like in that you that, that you interpret there's, the world with. Yeah. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Like there's nothing wrong with me being like, yeah, I don't, you know, like this thing, um, but if you're doing it in a way where all you're doing is shitting on someone else right like it's fine for you to not like my little pony yeah. right it's not fine for you to then tell say that anyone who likes my little pony is a you know five-year-old like child or a grown man who's living in his mother's basement and never gonna leave and just being i think the weird yeah like i don't like certain shows like i don't like certain characters and I'm not, but I'm not going to be an asshole to people who do like those characters. I'm not going to be an asshole to the people who made it. Like, there are objectively, or, well, <laughs> there are things made out there that is content that is not good. Like, there is bad content. And, you know, it's fine to criticize that content in a productive manner. It's less fine to then tell that person who was making it, um, for their own entertainment and for the entertainment of others but mostly and that's the thing that they didn't seem to understand in their posts right like yeah the dream smp creators when they're creating these stories are majority of the time when they're coming up with these plot ideas it's what they would want to see in a story right it's like, for themselves i'm sure that dream when he was writing the prison arc with the other <laughs> content creators is probably because he's obsessed with the show oh 100 right like that's his favorite 100%. tv show. it was like Dude, there were so many plot points he wasn't like on the smp it was like you know what would be awesome a prison because I'm guessing, as role players, they go through the exact same thing that, like, I do when I come up with stories and stuff. Like, yes, they're writing for an audience. And yes, they are making money off of it. And that... <laughs> but that doesn't mean, you know, like, at the end of the day... They don't they have to do everything you want them to. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's, like, it's also, like, um... I I've tried to get this point across to people before, but it always kind of fails. Um, I feel like where people can write for an audience and they can write to make money, but it's still not the reason the Dream SMP is different from a lot of other things is that they are not writing purely to entertain others or teach others a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we've covered this before with how like the Dream SMP does have themes here and there, but like overall their goal when they're making Dream SMP content is have to fun. entertain people not to make a cohesive like morality 
story that is being like well this like it's those not... are what children like like those are what other shows are for like they're like especially yeah. children's shows tend to have where they're teaching you a moral lesson the older you get the less that occurs um and like this right. is definitely i would say dream smp it's is like... a more mature show for as much as like people will be like it's for kids i'm like no like it's definitely it's not, mature it's it's, it's really um, not <laughs> Um, you know how many f bombs they drop in there? No, it's definitely more mature. Also, yeah. all the sex jokes and shit, it's and mature. fucking yeah, it's like um... we have canonical strippers. We have canonical sex. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Like, I'm trying to think of like comparisons to use. Like, so I wouldn't if when I'm talking about the Dream SMP, I would I I generally try and like I think of it in the same terms as I think of like things like Critical Role, yeah. like Dungeons and Dragons recordings. Because the, the it, it kind of is like going to the same thing where like yes it can and sometimes does explore like deep themes or serious topics like um, uh, the Critical Role season that I love the best is season two and a lot of what they talk about is like um, the concept of monstrous races and like are people really like can you just classify an entire race of people as monsters because you don't know them no you can't they are people too and they are different but like it, it's sort of like that what is truly a monster kind of thing and i think matthew burser who's the dm for them even said that like part of the reason that critical role works so well is that at the beginning of the season the dm is like well what kind of theme do i want to explore and like in the first season first season it was like true like heroism versus villain and then in season two it was a lot more of exploring that like morale like more yeah. grayness um and stuff and which is why you have characters in it who like killed their parents when they were children because they were brainwashed or like suffered from propaganda into killing them or uh you know people who signed a deal with an eldritch deity and then maybe started a storm through magic witch powers um like no one in that party was a good person uh except maybe caduceus but that's not they get into critical role lore but like <laughs> yeah i could go forever um especially on season two but so like it, the reason i compare it is because D D. Um, or Critical Role, I guess, specifically, because it, it depends on your campaign, obviously. But the reason that, like, Critical Role is entertaining to people is because it's improv. Um, but it's not completely unguided improv, right? Like, at the beginning of the season, and I'm sure throughout it, uh, the dungeon master and the players are communicating with one another. We're like, where do you want your character to be in 20 sessions? Or, like, what kind of story are you interested in telling? And, like, the specifics of it are improv, yeah. right? Like, uh, Keyleth in season one jumping off a cliff and dying because she thought that wild shaping into a goldfish would somehow save her? That's improv, right? But, <laughs> but the sort of general overall gist of it is still... Has some themes here and there, but it's still mostly for the characters' fun and it's for the players' fun and what they think would be interesting to do. The Dream SMP is exactly the same way. It's mostly about what the players think would be interesting and not just for themselves. There are some stakes of like entertaining the audience and stuff like that. You know, you gotta like kind of balance that, but it's mostly based off their own personal interests and what they think would be fun to tell and what other people that they are, you know, collaborating with would be fun to tell. But, like, there's still improv to it. Like, the, like, the individual moments, the dialogue is all improv. Uh, certain things happen just as bits. Like, Sam Bucket. That was a bit, Like, yeah. you can't tell me that didn't start as a bit that was, like, you know what would be fun? This. Like, so, you can criticize, like, you can criticize Critical Role. You can criticize the Dream SMP. But it's never gonna be in the same way. Like, you can't... It's not like they, they sat down to write... the Dream yeah. SMP on the because it's writing. yeah or, it's like, not like can, yeah not in the way that they did it, it also it, they ended up like Ugh. it was it was i realized while listening to like all of it like i realized what made that critique so weird was that they, they just pitted these friends against each other right like oh, yeah. that's yeah. the weirdest part the weirdest part is they sat down and thought it was a hot good take to sit there and pit together people who genuinely seem to enjoy each other's writing 
which I was like, that. Yeah. No, literally, Wilbur. That's like, messed prison up. Prison art, best thing I've ever seen. Like that's what makes it a bad critique yeah. is that they just sat down and thought that 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 was something that people needed to see and like talk about was that Wilbur is like clearly the superior writer and so is Tommy. But like in reality, you're just pitting together people who legitimately are friends with each other who enjoy writing with each other and enjoy each other's writing. Like you're just, you are an outlier who is, I'm gonna say it, insignificant to them. Why are you making such a strange take remember. that like now they're gonna see and they're gonna laugh at it. I would laugh at that. I would see that take and I would laugh because I'd be like, what the fuck is going through somebody's head to make them think that that is something I'm gonna waste two hours writing. Crazy. Literally, like, bonkers. Like, I... listen. <laughs> like, I don't know. That I just realized, like, that's what makes that all so weird, is that they just sat down and pitted together, like, these people for no fucking reason. And people just keep doing it, and I'm like, y'all need to stop. It's too much. Oh my god. And that's the that's the other thing though, right? Because they not only did that, but then they said it's like they're never gonna see it, so it doesn't matter. And then one of them saw it. One of them saw it. Oh, Ant Frost saw it. We know Ant Frost. Oh my God. Saw it. I rest in peace. No, actually, like if you're under the opinion that no one's ever gonna see it in the first place, why would you even risk putting? Okay, everybody here listening right now, I just want you to know anything and everything you ever put online. We'll will come be back. There yeah, I will. It's 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 there. Like it's. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's if you're anonymous. It doesn't matter if your username is different. It doesn't matter if you get an entirely new account. What you said, what you posted, will be for met forever immortalized onto the internet because that's just how the internet works. Someone you can delete your post, internet safety. You can delete your entire account, but someone out there, they'll have saved it. Yeah. They'll have saved it and they'll be passing it around again. You know my immortals that really weird ass. Listen, okay, listen. I read of my immortal. Band okay. Band? That's been immortalized. They turned it into a web series, too. Honestly, the web series is, like, yeah. pretty good. Like, I don't... Listen, guys, I don't know. The web series <laughs> is actually kind of good. Like, I really enjoyed watching it. Um, not to bring up My Immortal and, like, talk about it, but... <laughs> but yeah, no, like, whatever you say, it's going to be immortalized. And if you ever have that little thought in your head that maybe you shouldn't say this or that maybe you shouldn't say this, especially if you're scared of what the content creators are going to react to when they see it, don't put it online like that. You can talk about it with your friends, you can be jackasses together, who cares? <laughs> but the moment you put it in a public space, that thing is out there forever and you can't take it back. Yeah, so... I don't know. I guess the moral of our little ranting, you know, <laughs> session about fandom discourse. Just think um, before you post. You guys are free. Yeah, free, think before you post. You guys are free to, you know, discuss and criticize the Dream SMP. I know that's like half of what Melahai does. Um, it's all of what Melahai does. All we do is like discuss the Dream SMP, <laughs> criticize characters, and criticize some of the writing here on occasion. But like, you guys can do that. But I trust that most of the people listening to us are smart enough to, you know, not be... Assholes on the internet? Assholes on the internet. And... Uh, just, if, if you're gonna post a criticism... Just be prepared for it to actually blow sure. up. Like, even if it's, like, a slim yeah. chance. <laughs> just be prepared, like... Because it might happen, so... Post with the expectation that people are going yeah. to see it. And then it kind of makes you change and your mind a little bit on some things. You're like, ooh, maybe that one's not good. Yeah. Like, I, I know there's definitely been tweets that I've made. And I've oh my god, I've... Back and, like, seen them again, and I'm like, hmm. Regrets. That was questionable. This one tweet I did, like, Don't got 2,000 likes. Regret. I deleted that thing, like, the next day. I, I couldn't handle it. I was like, that is fucked up. Like, that people just slammed like and retweet on something that was so incendiary i was like no yeah that was every every once in a while your your inner demons are just like do it, the, do the, it. The, <laughs> make everyone mad the, the, the mental Start illness fight. grips you tight like, and oh, it's God. like post that and you're like no <laughs> oh man 
CPK's inner demon be but like, if you go to did. the egg room. Go to the egg room. Go to the egg room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know. Like... I don't know. I guess we can't really be, like, you know, morally, you know... Uh, I mean, <laughs> superior to anyone else, considering we started like half of this episode all yeah. talking about how Captain Bottom, yeah. character doesn't make any sense anymore. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> it's not like we're mad at Captain Puffy or like dissing her, right? Like, that's the difference. <laughs> it's like, don't diss the content creators of the like the, the creators of the things you enjoy, or like, even if, if you're like, going to the content yeah. creators involved in a different part, like, don't pit them against each other. Don't spend your time saying, like, well, these two people are completely better at, like, writing than all of these other people, and they yeah. suck. Like, you can have a favorite, right? Like, I personally, I really like BBH's writing. I really I like Dream's writing. I don't writing. necessarily like Wilbur's writing. But it's not like I don't like Wilbur. It's just a personal preference. And as long as you can realize when it's a personal preference and you're vocal about the fact that it's like, hey, this is just my opinion. Um, and not stating your opinions as objective facts that, mm. you know, shit on all the creators from something that you enjoy, except, like, the two that happen to be your favorite. Yeah. Then, you know, that's okay, guys. <laughs> Just be mindful of what you're, you know, how you're criticizing people and what you're posting. Yeah. Because, um, negative uh, criticism never does anybody any good. Yeah. I mean, on the topic of how much improv and how much script is in the writing, it depends on who's involved. With Wilbur, I've, That's true. I've noticed that it is much, much more strict with how the events are supposed to go and how some See? scenes are set up, which is which works for like people who enjoy cohesive movie stories with middle, beginning, and end. They would hate Sorry. the movie Memento. <laughs> Sorry. They would hate that movie. <laughs> they would hate non-linear shit. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, but it, it works for like people who prefer more something more linear and solid and less ambiguous as to whether or not is this lore or are they just having fun? Which everything is lore, guys. I thought we learned this lesson already. Um, <laughs> but yeah. versus someone versus uh, the lore stuff from like Dream and Tommy, where they have okay, so we're gonna meet up at the mountain and somehow get to the bunker, and that was that. That was all they planned out. See, I I'm Versus kind of actually people like CPK and BBH who are just want walking around and just like, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna pull you into lore in the first day you're here, and you're gonna have no idea it's gonna be lore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would love to keep talking about this topic, but we are getting towards the end of the episode. That's true. So we should probably end this one off soon. Oh, um, question of the week from last week. Did we get any answers? I let me check. Not, nope. No, not on the Discord. Right. But to be fair, it was kind of a specific. It was a little too specific. Question. I have an idea for this this week's. Mm. Yeah. Um, just you know, just to cover bases. Last week's questions, because we did two, are were what do we think that Ainsy would be willing to trade for Rambo's revival, and how do we think that CPK, knowing other versions of the characters, um, will affect his view of them. And as far as the first one, I genuinely don't know what AMZ would be willing to trade for Rambu because I think they're friends. They are. They're I best friends. They're cool. A I, I don't know if they're quite to that, you know, realm of like, I will sacrifice so many things for you. I don't know if they're there or not. AMZ was but... willing to fight the person who killed them for Rambu. True. That's true. And AMZ doesn't like fighting people. Actually, they said they wanted to have a conversation, but um, it was gonna- it's, it's, Conversations are yeah. just fights, but with words. Yeah? Um, and I think CPK's actually already kind of answered this in that um, when he was cleaning up Tommy's base from the Obsidian- Mostly because <laughs> he wanted the Obsidian. Um, but also he claims because he wants to make friends, and I think his answer for like- He's heard from Bad that uh, you shouldn't get involved with Tommy because Tommy's just gonna steal your stuff and destroy your things. Um, I mean, he's not completely wrong. He, Pad's not Pad wrong don't. exactly, but CPK's opinion of that was that, well, I don't know. I've never actually met him, so I shouldn't be going into this with preconceptions of what they're I'm like. That is a very good policy. What is with the new members of the SMP and almost being reasonable people? <laughs> 
Because <laughs> they haven't been on the Dream SMP long enough to be unreasonable. True. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. Oh, okay, yeah, actually, um... Recent, I think CPK and Punk ended up in Nakamura Chill's base, and I think they're, they, they, made a, they put a prank for him. Got the respawn Great. beacon. That will only end well. <laughs> um, okay, well, we're running out of time, so I'm gonna say I think I have a question of the week idea. Hey. Um, which is... Who, since we've been talking about, you know, writers and preferences, um, who are you, the audience's, uh, favorite writers? Who, who on the Dream SMP is your favorite writer? Um, and why? That's literally my or question. favorite characters. <laughs> yeah, no, who, who on the, <laughs> who on the Dream SMP is your favorite writer, um, and why and that can kind of go for either plot arcs which i think is pretty limited in terms of who all does it um because obviously we don't know everything or it can be in terms of character arcs so yeah tell us who your favorites are um just keep in mind it's all personal preference guys <laughs> no one's better than the other it's just what everyone else prefers watching exactly uh but i guess that's gonna be it because we're running out of time so Bye. Bye! Thanks for joining us for Fandom Discourse. Fandom <laughs> we'll try discourse, not to do it too often. Discourse, Bye! Well, thanks for listening to the 46th episode of Mahi, and we hope you enjoyed it. If there's any topic you'd like to hear us discuss, feel free to leave a comment or find us on Twitter at Mauhi Podcast, where you can also ask those questions or just get updates about new episodes. We also have a Discord server that you can find a link to in the description. See you next time!